Drop B. Gaming. Drop B. Gaming. Drop B. Gaming. Drop B. Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Drop B Gaming Podcast. Yay. Yes, yes, yes. It's your monthly <laughs> gaming podcast. For up-to-date news and articles. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's episode 185, that's Matt, I'm Lucas. Got that around the right way. Nice, yeah. moving on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We hibernate in winter, that's why it only comes out monthly. Yeah. During the winter months. And, and so do games, kind of. Yeah. Like, they take their time. The games industry, mm. just in hibernation. Yeah. Plenty of betas, though. Yeah, we've been doing a little bit of that stuff. Uh, we had a couple of games released, um, and Microsoft Flight Simulator being one of them. We were just having a... a off mic conversation and thought maybe yeah. we should start recording <laughs> and talk about this on the podcast. Well, we'll talk about Microsoft's flight simulator, not Mike, who's off. Yeah, simulating. Yeah, he's a bit mouldy. Yeah. Off mic. That's what we're calling that. It's got a weird smell. Anyway. It's cheesy. <laughs> Shit, I'll probably cut that. Good. <laughs> yeah, so we both had a go of the Microsoft flight simulator on the Xbox XS and S. X, uh, this I think is so much. The X Bonox. X Bonox. I keep going back to X Bonox. Bonox. Yeah. Sounds better. It was better. Yeah. Tasted better too. Yeah. Bonox. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Xbox um, tastes better with gravy. Yeah. So, um, Game Pass. It's, you know, the greatest deal in gaming at the moment. Uh, it is actually. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's better than all the others. It's good if you... You know what actually happened? I got an email the other day to say that my... Um, my credit card had changed recently and they couldn't take my payment for the Nintendo um, thingo. Yeah. And I just went, meh, I didn't even notice. <laughs> so I was like, whatever. Yeah. Eh, lucky it's cheap as chips, but yeah. yeah. That subscription yeah. doesn't keep the dust from gathering on my Exactly. Switch, so it's yeah. useless to me. <laughs> That's exactly right. Um, so anyway, one of the games that they just added on, which is probably the first in what we hope is going to be a long line of amazing first party games. Mm. Even yeah. though it's very niche, was Microsoft Flight Simulator. Um, I was pretty keen for it, to be honest. I, I was wanted keen. to see it. Yeah, I wanted to see that they could port something from a very, very you know hardware-heavy game on the PC to the new Xbox. Yeah, exactly, and it worked. It's, yeah, it did. I mean, yeah. it bored the shit out of me. It worked doing <laughs> that too. A, it's not a super <laughs> exciting game to play. No. No. It's very niche, mm. but um, yeah, I like the, what I wanted to check out was the, um, was the satellite because it uses satellite imagery to get the world. Yeah. But um, they do these sort of add on packs that Microsoft put out occasionally or sell for yes. um, that add more detail to the cities and areas. Mm -hmm. So for example, you can download one that makes New York more New Yorky. Cool. Um, and Paris and stuff so like you that. Get which a hero in... sandwich and stuff. So yeah, exactly. Mm, yeah. So there's a lot of places that you'll fly to. Like for example, in the base game, you can fly to Egypt and you can see mm. the pyramids and everything like that. Yeah. But say you fly to Brisbane, mm. none of the bridges and um, like Story Bridge in Brisbane is pretty iconic. It's just a flat road across the river oh, yeah. in the game. Yeah. Um, none of the buildings are. The actual buildings we have, they're just like stock standard skyscrapers. Which is kind of weird. Yeah. You know, and like, I get that it would take a long time to render up or to even just get the de the information mm. to be able to do every city like that. Yeah. But, um, it is good when you do get those packs, you can go and look at Paris and it looks like Paris and has all of the things, which is kind of also good at a time in lockdown where you can't travel. Mm. You can chuck that game on and fly over to Paris and like have a look at what it yeah, looks like from true. the sky. Mm. Um, they've got a whole bunch of airports and everything like that, but like realistically, it's a, it's a simulator. So well, you're not into fucking yeah. taking. You know, I flew from Brisbane Airport to Amberley Air Base in um, obviously yeah, Brisbane to Ipswich, yeah. yeah, and it's not that far, probably eighty k's. Not even that, 60Ks or something like that. Yeah, as a crow, bird flies, yeah, probably, yeah. as a crow flies, it's like 50Ks probably. Most probably, yeah. Um, I was in a small plane mm -hmm. and it took me like 20 minutes of flying. Wow. And I was like, yeah. 
This is great because I'm like, oh, I know, I recognise that area. Like mm. I flew over the Mount Cuthbert Botanic Gardens and it was just like forest. Oh yeah. Not yeah. the actual Botanic Gardens, which wow. is disappointing. Yeah, that is. So, mm. but yeah, I, like, I do get it. That, and then know. I crashed because it's fucking bullshit to land in that game. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's all I wanted to I see. I think that's what you know. I'm not a professional pilot, obviously, <laughs> um, and, I, and I've never really? never done a lesson. But I would imagine that the takeoff and the landing would be the majority of what they'd focus on. Yeah. During, like, if you were not trying to die in, yeah. in real life. So, yeah, I can see it would be hard. And doing it with an Xbox controller yeah. is probably difficult. You know, like... Yeah. All right, as a simulator goes, yeah. it's probably not the simulation it's environment, not, you know. I think you can... It's staggered, obviously, because if you have a keyboard and a mouse or even a full... I think you can get, like, a flight... Yeah, you can, yeah. That yeah. hooks into it. Mm -hmm. So you can get higher levels of detail in the controls and everything. But mm -hmm. even like landing... You can actually get hydraulic um, cockpits. Uh, I think Qantas owns them at the moment. Yeah. But you might be able to pick up a second-hand one yeah. on eBay or something. Just give them a bell. Be like, yeah. I've heard you're offloading a lot of staff. Yeah, that's right. Can you offload I'll, one of your sim... I'll buy one of your simulators. Yeah. I've actually been in one of those and they're pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Years and years ago, like... It was a long time ago. Yeah, when, when you, had, you were trying when you had to pedal planes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Microsoft Flight Simulator, it is what it is. It's yeah. not particularly for us, but um, it's an added value to the game pass. Yeah. And and it is something that you know technologically is cool to it's have. Pretty impressive. You know? yeah. yeah. And, and it looks, look, it has a lot of airports and a lot of different planes. There's a whole lot of in-game purchases though, which yeah. is a bit off-putting. There's certain things where it's like unlocking airports and planes and stuff, and they're like thirty, forty dollars for mm. DLC, twenty to 20, twenty-five, thirty for one DLC, and there's like fifty DLCs that you can yeah. pay for. Yeah. So, and in a way, you know, that seems to be very much the the way with gaming you know they give yeah. you the game for free but everything else you know yeah. to make it better microtransactions yeah it's all microtransactions it's hard to, but it's hard to when it's call microsoft a doing that payment a fucking microtransaction though yeah exactly yeah. yeah and when it's microsoft that are doing it and you're already paying for the ability to have that yeah you know if it was just completely free then yeah. i would go oh okay it has to have microtransactions or they don't yeah. get money but they're already getting paid for these things so, and I'm and sure they're it, like PS Plus games. They usually, when the game, like when it's an older game, they usually have a sale on DLC at the same time mm. as the game's free. Yeah, and that's a good way to get a little bit extra money for the developers. Mm. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's just the pricing, the the height of the prices. I don't care that they sell extra shit. Mm. Just the fact that like if you want a certain plane, you have to pay twenty five bucks. I'm like, I will never do that. Yeah, ever. Yeah. I mean, if you play it all the time or if you're a pilot and you're like, oh, I'd love to see what it's like to fly a fucking F1 One of them. jet or some yeah. fucking, I don't know what the fuck yeah. planes are. Exactly. How <laughs> yeah, they yeah. work, it's magic. <laughs> anyway, but it did get us to um, install a game on our Xbox Series X for the yeah. first time. Speaking of dust much. on a console. <laughs> <laughs> I turned it on and it went <laughs> like confetti, yeah. dust confetti. Yeah, excitement. It was sparkly in my lounge room for like a week after that. <laughs> anyway, uh, what else? Another Xbox game that I downloaded was the Halo Infinite Technical Alpha that went on a little bit. Um, it was basically, I think they unlocked player versus player late in the alpha, but initially it was just like a multiplayer match against bots. Oh, okay. And wow. yeah, I mean, it felt like a Halo game. What? So it was, it was shooting like shit and all that stuff. <laughs> well, I've never, I haven't played a proper like Halo game in probably seven or eight years, yeah. and um, that was when I played through Halo Reach whenever mm -hmm. that came out. Long, I long did that ago. during an extra life gaming marathon. Yeah, beat that game mm -hmm. from start to finish during that marathon. Yeah, so that was great. But um, prior to that, my Halo experience was like probably. 15 years ago playing Halo <laughs> 1 and 2. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it felt like Halo, but I'm not qualified to be like, this fucking gun's in it that was in 1, 2, 3 and not 4, but it will be in fucking... <laughs> like, I don't know. It just felt like a Halo game. It was, it was fun. It was reasonably fun. So well, that's good. Yeah. One uh, that we actually did get to play a fair bit of over a couple of weekends 
mm. was um, the Back for Blood beta. Yeah. Sorry, so I had a big I'm... pause then for no real reason. <laughs> it was the... Just the beta. Just the beta. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that one... I don't know when that's coming out. I think it's October. But, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty keen for that. That was oh, real fun. That was really, really good fun. And, and to be honest, pretty fucking stable. Yeah. You know, like, the this is from the guys who brought out Left 4 Dead and Left 4 yeah, Dead 2. Some of the developers worked on Left 4 Dead. And I it, think, it feels very yeah. similar, you yeah. know. And they've basically gone, well, that's what we're good at. And it was yeah. a good, fun game. And lots and lots of people and bought and owned it. hiring us to make a new one. So let's yeah. just make our let's own. Let's just do basically. it ourselves. And they did a really, really good job of it, to be honest. 12th of October, that comes out. And yeah, it's like, there's some pretty interesting systems using... It's, it uses like a card-based system for upgrades and, and um, buffs and things like that. Yeah. Which is a little... Conf- when we first turned it on, it was actually quite intimidating almost. Yeah. The yeah. amount of systems that like they throw in your face, mm-hmm. but then... Without you know, a lot of like explanation. Yeah. yeah. And then... But it is a beta, so maybe they yeah. don't spend too much time with tutorial stuff. But after we played through... We played through one sort of story level or something... Yeah, there was, it was a, like a campaign. Yeah, part of a campaign. Yeah, and we yeah. played through the whole thing um, that they mm-hmm. had available. Which was and like four chapters. Yeah, five. I think it was yeah, five chapters. But five, by the end yeah. of it, I was like fully understanding everything that was going yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Know how each weapon shoots. Yeah. You know how to fight different zombies. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it actually, despite the initial sort of intimidation of turning it on and seeing all that stuff, it actually came like i got used to it pretty quickly yeah and it didn't mm. take too much and the, the shooting is fun yeah you know like that's the thing that a lot of games you know they're, they're either the shooting's not fun or you know the shooting is fun but the button configuration is weird yeah. this one is just good you can pick it up yeah. and as a gamer enjoy it have fun die lots yeah kill heaps of zombies and we both played a bit of left for dead back yeah, in the day yeah. um, but we were talking to Carl about it from Game Train Podcast and he never played the original mm. and he said he picked it up back for blood pretty easily yeah. in the beta mm-hmm. and had a shitload of fun with it so yeah. yeah I'm definitely looking forward to it so yeah 12th of October we'll mm. be talking more about that one let's hope so because that was heaps of fun another beta that's on this weekend is the Diablo 2 remastered mm. beta so I threw that on only quickly um the cinematics look really, really good, but it's oh, yeah. Blizzard, so we're used to that. Yep. Uh, and the game plays pretty much the same as it used to. Wow. I only played mm. it for a bit. I'm going to definitely pick it up. Yeah. And it's a bit... So in the time since we recorded last, there's been a bit of controversy about Activision Blizzard mm-hmm. and controversy is putting it lightly. Oh, yeah. They've had some serious issues with sexual harassment and um, the culture in mm-hmm. their development team over at Blizzard. To the point where the head of Blizzard, not the head of Blizzard Activision or Activision yeah. Blizzard, just the head of the Blizzard department left his job, he resigned. Mm. So there's a, I think there's a class action lawsuit potentially going on at the moment. It's very, there's been a lot of stories coming out of there. Yeah. So yeah, it's hard to know where it's all up to. Yeah, you know? but basically they, the male staff there. Um, are all pieces of shit potentially <laughs> I don't know about all of them but there was definitely a culture a, an issue in the way yeah. that they had their culture going there with um, mistreatment of women and a lot of inappropriate shit so yeah, mm-hmm. yeah don't fucking be like that in 2021 you exactly yeah women deserve the same fucking amount of respect as everyone else in the workplace and they shouldn't have to feel intimidated or bullied or fucking harassed in their job because we're all going to work to get our fucking jobs done exactly so anyway yeah so it's real shitty but um they've actually the developers some of the developers have actually come out and been like don't boycott blizzard games because then the the management and the culture is fucked but the people who worked on the games male or female are proud of the work they've done so which is a good point yeah yeah it is easier to wipe the whole thing yeah. and just go, no, fuck you guys. Yeah, you know? cancel culture it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you know, at the same time, you're right. They they would be proud of it, and yeah. they would would have been 
very proud to be working there. Yeah, I mean, know, it's like a that, that... fucking pretty massive place to work exactly. in terms of as a game developer to yeah. get a job at Blizzard Activision is probably even just Blizzard is like the pinnacle huge. almost, you know, yeah, like the, of one of the top yeah. you know, developers. And that's what makes all this bullshit coming out really mm. disappointing. Yeah. To see that, you know, a company at that level has that kind of failing internally. Mm. So, yeah. But it seems like they're on the right track to fucking turning it around now. There's a lot Let's of hope service so. out there mm-hmm. that I've seen. Yeah. But yeah, hopefully it improves for everyone there. Um, so there is another beta that's about to happen, but yeah. isn't open right now. So mm-hmm. we will try probably to have a go at that one. But strangely, it, well, it's Writers Republic closed yeah. beta, which is basically a, like a sequel, not really a sequel. It's like a spiritual sequel to Steep. Yeah. Where it has all the stuff that Steep had, but has BMX riding and a bunch of extra extreme game stuff as mm. well. So, so it'll be yeah. interesting. And strangely enough, it's a midweek beta. Yeah, they're doing the beta from Monday to Wednesday, which I just don't understand yeah. why you would do that. Because it doesn't fit anywhere in the calendar across the world. Yeah. Like we're talking late Sunday afternoon in America to fucking well, like, yeah. you know, Tuesday morning type it's fucking thing. It's ridiculous. Like bizarre. Yeah. yeah, and the whole point of a beta is to stress test your systems mm. and test the services and systems. And yeah. if you, and if, yeah, if you do it on a Monday to a Wednesday, who the fu- how the fuck are you going to test it? That's right. Like, you need, stress test yeah, it. You need the major. Well, I guess they're probably sitting there thinking, well, you know, we're not going up against the other betas at the moment if we yeah. do it now. And everyone, well, a lot of people in the world are still in lockdowns and you know, not compared to this time 12 months ago. Yeah. But they're probably thinking, well, Melbourne and Sydney, if they're not out rioting, mm. um, will be in lockdown. <laughs> so... Well, to be fair, it is a closed beta. We had to sign. So I got registered first. Yeah. And I signed an NDA saying I'm not going to talk about anything that's in the game. Yeah. And then it goes, invite five friends, which is (laughs) fucking bizarre to me because I assume that you, so I invited you. Yeah. And you've signed up now, have you? Yeah. And when you signed up, did it say invite five friends as well? Not that I saw. No? Okay. But it did make me sign an NDA. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, I don't know if I had to sign the NDA or it actually just came up and said, this game is under a strict NDA. Yeah, I think if you agree to download it, you agree oh, to yeah. it. There must be some kind of check-in Fair with enough. that. But um, yeah, so Riders Republic, it's only a closed beta. So I am pretty sure there's going to be at least one other open beta coming up. Mm. But that's coming out October 28th. Mm. So we still got a, two months, Yeah, really. Yeah. So I think there'll be a, another, at least one open beta prior to that coming out. So, mm. yeah. But so I am looking forward to trying that out. There was a bit of news on uh, the PS5 front on how many they'd sold. Um, still obviously nothing from Xbox because they don't like to share <laughs> their misery. They're just like, nah, <laughs> we don't need to share our numbers. It's irrelevant. Exactly. Um, um, so... 10 million units over 10 over. million units that was earlier this month too so mm. they're yeah fastest so, selling console of all time yeah which, which is, is pretty, pretty impressive cool. yeah yeah and they um actually one thing that's not in this list of new stuff is that i believe they secured a supply for semiconductors wow in the last month yeah so that should help improve the turnover on the amount mm. of stock that they can produce so maybe they, they got them all out of, uh, from toyota yeah maybe yeah. since toyota's fucking running out <laughs> exactly but yeah so they've said they're still expecting there to be shortages into 2022 most likely yeah but um hopefully sometime next year we should be at the point where there's gonna be on the shelves and not disappearing straight away which they are still doing very quickly yeah yeah like i got mates who still want one and they haven't got one <laughs> so mm. yeah that's pretty crazy. Um, there's a new... Well, this is the big one, right? There's yes. a new PS5 system software update coming out soon. It's in beta at the moment. And there's things like improvements to the user interface, which yeah. you can definitely use some improvement. Yep. Trophies can now be um, viewed vertically instead of horizontally, mm-hmm, which is a massive improvement as well. It's yeah. back to the how, the how it worked on PS4. Mm-hmm. But the main thing that interests us 
is the solid state drive expansion side. Yeah, so the top of the console, when you take your sides off, obviously you can access the, uh, the tiny little side panel at the top of it. Mm -hmm. um, for the M.2 expansion yeah. drive, um, so that one, obviously everybody that's got a PS5 and probably people who don't, yeah. most of them know that that has not been activated. Yeah. The whole time this console's been out. Yeah, they've kept it deactivated yeah. this whole time. And it's been kind of bizarre, but now they've come out and said, look, in the next update, which will probably be... September, I September, think. September, yeah. like they're normally like the 11th or something, 10 or 11, yeah, right. something like that, they come out. Um, yeah, so when they push that out, you'll be able to actually put in an M.2 drive into it so yeah. there are very specific types that you can and can't yeah, use put out, it was something like a fucking 15 page yeah like guide to what mm -hmm. what um dimensions it needs to have yeah what technology it needs to have mm -hmm. and also heat sinks on them as yeah. well so the heat sinks are big overheating thing. yeah and and funnily enough like i you know i've got some really close friends of mine that are very big into modding pcs and building pcs yeah and the amount of heat that can go through an M.2 chip yeah. is incredible. Like yeah. it's it's a couple, like almost 200 degrees yeah. can go through it without damaging that, that system at all. Yeah. Um, but the strange thing is where they put it in the PlayStation, it's very close to other, you know, hardware that cannot take heat. Yeah. So... And I assume they've done that for the architecture of minimizing speeds for throughput. And yeah, things like that. must be. Yeah, yeah. But it, the the downside of that is that people in the beta who have been putting them in have found overheating issues with their PS Five when they yeah. haven't had a heat sink That's attached. Right. And we're talking like in in the place well in the PlayStation Five tests that we saw early this month. Yeah. Um, an M.2 drive put into it without a heat sink on it. Uh, they're getting up to about 75 to 85 degrees, mm. um, which is not huge. Like I said, it can take a yeah. lot more. A CPU and a computer is like supposed to be like 90 to 100. Yeah, normally, maxed. yeah. Yeah, maxed out, yeah. 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 Um, but then with a heat sink on it is half that almost. Yeah. You know, they're down to like... 35s, 45s which kind of thing. Pretty, which is quite acceptable. Yeah. yeah. And even the, the other things around where you plug that in, obviously that's fine for those as well. Yeah. But yeah, they made the area quite small so you can only get specific kind of you know, coverings and heat sinks to put on your, yeah. your drive. And that's causing a bit of an issue because there are lots of them out there. Yeah. But most of them are quite big. Yeah. Because you know, the, the thing with PC building is that you've got a glass case, you want it to look spectacular inside. Yeah. And, you know, an M.2 drive is not a sexy thing, but you can put a really cool looking, you know, case on it, yeah. heat sink on it. And they've got, you know, bits of fans sticking out the side and all kinds of bits of shit. Yeah. So you can't use those. So to get one that actually aftermarket, which I've just done, I've just got mine the other day and I've, uh, I'm waiting to get the update so I can put it in the machine. Yeah. Um, cheap, you know, it cost me 18 bucks on Amazon, I think. Um, the there's the a lot of them, there's a lot of them that come with the heatsink as well. Yeah, ones. there is now. Because yeah. they said yeah. they were going to put out a list of compatible ones and then they put out this fucking document that's all yeah. the dimensions and shit. But you're going to have like, um, Western Digital have said their WD Black ones are compatible. Yep. Samsung 980, 980, 980 yeah, Pro. 980 yep. Pros mm -hmm. are. Yeah. And so there's a couple of other ones. Yeah. And you're going to see once that update comes through, a lot of those companies probably adding a little like PS5 ready symbol to their yeah. fucking I'd imagine so too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah mm -hmm. Their marketing stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's not like you're going to have to fucking sit there scratching your head if you yeah. want to put an expansion in, which most people are going to want to because, like, we all know the PS5 has pretty limited storage space. Oh, yes. Yeah. The other thing that works now, which I was really happy about, because we did test this months and months ago, yeah, um, was the ability to remotely uninstall games. Yeah, which manage works your, now. Manage your storage yeah. from because the they always said that that was going to be something that worked, but it didn't yeah. originally, and, and now now it, now it is. So I don't know when that was changed. Yeah, but 
it works seamlessly now. So yeah. I'm stoked with that. That's real handy. Yeah, especially when you know you've got a pre-order coming or there's something about to happen. Yeah. And you're out and about or, you know, sorry yeah, for most work. people that are locked down. But, you yeah. know, if you're not there... It's so fucking insensitive. I know. I'm so rude. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to go on a riot um, <laughs> against myself. <laughs> yeah, it's... Um, you can go out and find um, art, plenty of articles out there, reviews of, from people who are using the beta, mm. testing different drives. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of... But it seems like the Samsung and the WD Black are the two peak ones at the moment mm-hmm. for the best. And some of them, they're actually getting results faster than the internal drive. Yeah, which, which amazes me. Which is super me. impressive. Yeah. Like to the point where I think it was Tech Radar had an article where they did benchmark testing on loading games mm-hmm. and it was only like maybe half a second or one second faster, you know, out of yeah. 29 seconds, it's 28 seconds or something yeah. to load stuff. Yeah. But it's actually quite surprising to see that result mm. from an external, well, not an external, well, but an yeah, expansion yeah. drive. But the thing that really struck me as strange, and I know I mentioned this to you at the time, this, the guy that did the benchmarking that we were talking about, he transferred some games from the internal hard drive to the expansion and then back yeah. just to see what speeds were happening read and write. Yeah. And strangely enough, the obviously the read speeds from the internal drive to the expansion are quick. Quite Because yeah. he was moving games that are like 40, 50, 60 gig yeah. in a minute, minute and a half, yeah. which is pretty quick, not yeah. too bad. Um, but then when he was moving them back from the expansion slot to the internal drive, yeah, it was going it was like eight s- minutes, yeah, like stuff like that. long times. Yeah. And you're thinking, why is the write speed to that so bad? Because if the main like bottleneck to downloading something is the write speed of the drive, it's not usually though. I wouldn't think not from the internet. Unless no, you have exactly. Super fast yeah, internet. yeah. Well, my internet here, I just upgraded. I get 300 megabits a second now. Yeah. And before it was like 90 which is to 100, still like which was normal. Way, that's like a quarter, less than a quarter of what you read speed, um, write speed on a hard drive. That's speed. right. Yeah. So yeah. It's a, we're a ways off. That's probably Until why, because they're happens. just like, what, at what point do you need to have that write speed to be so high? True. Yeah. Because you can't download stuff faster than you can, you can write it yeah, to the drive. Exactly. Yeah. But um, my thing was like, in terms of moving from the expansion back to the internal, if you're getting faster load times on the expansion drive, why would you not just leave the internal one completely empty for caching only? Yeah, yeah. And just store all your games mm. on the expansion. Yeah. If and they I mean, load faster. There's, there's price constraints to the M.2s. Yeah. Um, the, like I was looking at a two gig, sorry, two terabyte WD Black, the model that is suitable with yeah. the heat sink. And it's like four ninety nine, yeah. and the one terabyte's two ninety nine. Mm. So yeah, not cheap. Three hundred bucks to get an extra, and like to be fair, that's nearly a two hundred percent increase because you only have six hundred gig. Yeah, exactly. Internal. Yeah. And what one terabyte is probably only like eight or nine hundred anyway. Once you put it in, because that don't they like well keep a segment of they, it? Anyway? They do, but now that you don't have to have your OS installed yeah. on it and all that stuff. I'm hoping that the majority of it's going to be free. Yeah. So I haven't, I've, read, I haven't looked into that. Yeah, so. I haven't seen that put anywhere. But either way, you're more than doubling with a one yeah. terabyte expansion. You're more yeah. than doubling. And we get every game pretty much that we want mm. supplied by publishers yeah. for review. And, um, and nearly the storage... And it up pretty quick. Yeah, and mm. I haven't had too many issues with storage because you can move stuff to the external USB yeah. drive yeah. if you want. But realistically if like i don't know maybe i'm a bit different because i've had 10 years of doing this Mm. and i'm out of touch with actual gamers (laughs) but for me when i'm playing a game i might have one other game that i play occasionally yeah so say if i'm playing like assassin's creed and i might be into a multiplayer game like destiny or fucking Mm -hmm. something yeah and i might jump between games if friends are like yeah let's play this yeah but in most situations, I'm not going to have more than two or three games that I'm actively using. Mm-hmm. So if yeah. I'm like, oh, I need a bit of space, like I needed space yesterday. Yeah. So to install the Diablo beta. Mm-hmm. So I went into my storage and I saw Elder Scrolls Online, which I haven't played since last time we recorded. Yeah. 
because I reviewed the DLC mm-hmm. and um, I think it was the Metro Exodus. remasters. Yeah. And I haven't played that in ages either. So I was just like, that's like 150 gig that I mm. haven't touched. So I just deleted that. Yeah. And like a minute later, I have 150 extra gig on yeah. my hard drive. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like normal gamers aren't like stockpiling 50 games to swap between yeah. chopping around yeah. unless they're like, and I'm like, I'm an ADD kid and mm. I'm not chopping around yeah. like that. So, well, I guess the other thing is, you know, coming down to what they have available as well. Yeah. You know, like if you're the, the type of gamer that, you know, you bought X amount of games and you want to have access to those games yeah. instead of having to wait an hour to download it, yeah. you know, then or 10 minutes to transfer it from the USB. Yeah. Drive. Yeah. Then that can be a bit of a pain in the ass. Like yeah. the, um, call of duty is 200 gig. Yeah. That's a big chunk. But and if you play it, you're keeping that on your drive anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And, but at the same yeah. time, if it's a shared PlayStation, yeah, true. like mine is, you know, the kids every now and again will jump on and play something. Yeah. I guess that's where, that's the, where it becomes a huge pain in the ass. Yeah. Yeah. So in that situation, I guess, yeah, it is pretty handy. And to be honest, maybe I'm just a fucking spoiled rich kid because mm. I was going to get the $500 two terabyte one. <laughs> like, I suppose, you know, 750 bucks for a PS5 straight up is a lot of money. Yeah. To drop 300 on it for an expansion is nearly 50% of the yeah, price of the console right. itself. Yeah. Which is what Xboxes is. Yeah. Xboxes I mean, one terabyte yeah. is 300 bucks. Yeah. Mm. So, but that's only generic as well. You can't get a different one. Yeah, exactly. So there's no chance of shopping around. Like the the one terabyte that I got a year ago, mm. or not quite six months ago, um, was I got it at a pretty good special. It was down to like I think 190 bucks down from 250. Yeah. At the time, so 190 bucks for a terabyte's not too bad. Yeah. You know, and then ten bucks for a fucking you know heat sink, and I'm done. Yeah. So two hundred bucks, I yeah. got that. But still, you know, it's still it's, money. Yeah, it's money that not everyone potentially. I, I could has, be spending that on cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> or drugs. Well, yeah. Fuck exactly. food. <laughs> or kids' shoes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> kids' school uniforms, things like that. Nah. Whatever. Just rob, <laughs> rob your mates on their way to school. Yeah. Make a game with microtransactions. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, obviously the prices of these drives are going to go down. This is very new technology. That's why yes. it's so expensive yeah. because these um, NVMe M.2 fucking things yeah. are like the pinnacle of mm. solid state drive technology yeah. at the moment, which is why PlayStation has gone down that route mm-hmm. to make sure that they're, you know, a little bit more future proof than, say, the PS4 or whatever would have been. Yeah, that's right. So... And we're um, talking ridiculous read and write yeah. speeds, like seven gig yeah. in, in a second. Yeah. You know, like that's just insane. Crazy. So yeah. the point is, um, you know, if you can't afford an expansion drive, you don't have to fucking worry that much because you still do have the option of having a USB external drive where you can mm-hmm. copy your PS5 games over yeah. and then back. It's not as quick as if you had an expansion, but it's quicker than downloading them again. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you don't have great internet. And I don't think there's any limit to the size that you can have on that. Like the cost is the limitation. Um, in the expansion slot? Yeah, no, in the USB oh, slot. USB, yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's a, you know, there are some speed limits because they say that you have to have specific ones if you want to play your PS4 games directly from it. Mm-hmm. But I don't think just for storage and moving things backwards and forwards, I don't think there's a, a you know, size difference. So, or size maximum, which is pretty cool. All right, um, moving on. Um, Horizon. If you, if you do want to find oh. a list of those um, of some compatible drives, press start. The gaming Aussie gaming news site has mm-hmm. a few articles where they list options. So they've got, for example, the WD Black SN eight fifty with a heatsink. Um, two different prices from two different suppliers. So mm-hmm. with links, which presumably yep. they get an affiliate payment for. Most probably. But it's a good way to go and look at what the options are and then you can take those part numbers and go and do your own research into finding which one suits you the best. Mm. But anyway, so that's that PS5 update. Now yep. there's some uh, there's some game updates. There's one that we had a rumor 
way late at the end of July, like July 31st, mm-hmm. um, Horizon Forbidden West was allegedly, well, rumoured to be delayed to Q1 2022. Yeah. yeah. We still haven't had any confirmation of that out of Sony. Mm. It's just a rumour. And that was like a month ago. So... Yeah, we're still waiting to hear what's going on with that. Still waiting to hear that. what's going on with that. Mm. It's a bit disappointing because I'm keen to fucking play that game. But So another rumour that was kind of out there as well, which some people have been speculating on for a while, mm-hmm. um, is remastered, remake, whatever, of the GTA series. Yeah, GTA 3. Was, yeah. Well, that was one of the things that I was talking about because I think it's the 20th anniversary or 10th anniversary mm. or something. Yeah. Maybe 15th. It's some anniversary I think it's this 20th. year. Or yeah. next year, and I have said in the past, I was like, "Oh man, a remake of GTA Three would be awesome." Because yeah. I replayed it recently, mm-hmm. and um, it was like the PS Two remaster sort of thing of it, yeah. and it was still really like aged quite poorly yeah. in terms of a lot of the gameplay mechanics are really old school. Mm-hmm. So a remake would be better. But there's a rumor now that there is a trilogy remaster of. GTA 3 Vice City and San Andreas coming in mm. 2022, which leads, it ties in well because we saw a, a thing earlier this month where Take Two in their earnings calls or something has said that they have three remasters yeah. planned for 2022. Mm-hmm. And we were like, well, what could it be? What Red Dead Redemption, yeah. whatever. Mm. But those three, that's a trilogy, that's three games. Yeah. So yeah. if that turns out to be true, which I highly suspect it is, mm-hmm. then that's what we've got coming. Yeah, which would which be Which is great mm. for people who haven't played them before. I yeah. hope they update the mechanics a bit because, yeah, those games have definitely aged. There's been a little bit of um, conjecture as well around GTA 6 yeah. coming at some stage that it's you know quite deep in development still. Yeah. So, I don't think... I'm hoping 2023 for that, Yeah. but I wouldn't be surprised if it's like 2025. Yeah, like way, way away. Yeah, because they're releasing GTA Online standalone end mm-hmm. of this year. Yeah, with the next gen GTA Five games. Mm-hmm. GTA Five we also had revealed has sold over 150 million copies, which is insane. It is. Yeah. That is a lot, and that's that's PS3, crazy. 360, Xbox One, PS4, PC. Mm-hmm. And then they've still got PS5 and Xbox Series X coming later this. Uh, later this year in yeah. the next two months sometime yeah, I think sometime. two to three months mm. and that is going to sell probably also like crazy yeah so that so. that actually takes the entire GTA franchise of sales over 350 million yeah which is insane that like yeah. end of this year GTA 5 is probably going to account for more than half of the sales of the entire GTA franchise yeah that's amazing isn't it yeah. It's pretty impressive. And it bodes well for GTA 6, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. And and to be honest, it is one of the greatest games ever made. It's real good. Yeah. So, you know, I get it. Yeah. You know. But anyway, moving on. We had on. a couple of things confirmed by EA. They've got a sequel for Jedi Fallen Order 2 that they are... I don't think they've said that it's like... I don't know exactly what they said about it, but it's like confirmed that that is a thing that they're going to yeah. release at some point. Mm-hmm. So that's good because I really enjoyed that game. And another one yeah. is there was probably a the only remake that I'm actually excited about. Yeah, Dead Space. <laughs> yeah. So this one's interesting because I thought initially I thought oh maybe it'll just be a remaster, but it turns out they're remaking De- the original Dead Space game, mm, which is cool. and implementing some changes to try and modernize it a bit. But I've been reading a few interviews with the devs where they're like, we needed to really focus on not losing what made it yeah, special. Yeah. So just doing certain things that modernize it without losing that yeah. spirit of what made it so fucking mm-hmm. good the first time. Yeah. So there's a teaser trailer that doesn't say much, but it's enough to make, make me be like, yes, because that's the one game that I've been like mm. pretty keen to see oh, yeah. revisited. Because it, it is an amazing game. And one of the things that actually made it so good was that grittiness. Yeah. You know, the sound, yes, amazing. The, you know, graphics at the time were pretty cool. Yeah. Um, physics were all right. But the grittiness of the actual gameplay. Yeah. You know, the fact that you've got to have, you know, your boots on lock kind of thing. Otherwise, you're fucked and you float. Yeah. You know, like, not that you have the option to do that, but having that walking style the way it yeah, was. yeah. yeah. Was All really the, cool. It, 
yeah, yeah. environment stuff. Mm. The sound was the thing for me, like that. We're playing that game in the dark with headphones. Like I don't play horror games. Yeah. And that game is scary enough to make you fucking piss your pants a little bit. <laughs> When you're like walking along and you've got your house, and I've got an OLED now, so black is black yeah. on my TV. Yeah, exactly. So if I'm sitting in the complete dark, mm-hmm. watching, playing that game, headphones on with the 3D audio yeah. on the PS5, and you hear something like a fucking piece of metal clang somewhere in the distance <laughs> behind you, that's enough to make you fucking jump out of your skin, I reckon. So, yeah. Should and be then. Good. This is that wasn't the one you were actually excited for, was it? It's this next one. Wow, this is the number one most <laughs> anticipated remaster. Re- well, it's not a re, it's not even probably a remaster, it's a re release. Yeah, it's just a release for the 10th, <laughs> it's the 10th birthday of Elder Scrolls 5 Skyrim. Yay! So they're releasing it on PS5 and Xbox Series X on the 11th of November to celebrate 10 years of Skyrim. And 10 million different platforms. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so they've, they said the release includes 500 unique pieces of Creation Club content, which is like mods and stuff that have been created by players, I guess, um, over the years. Cool. And uh, yeah. Worth getting it just for that. Yep. So, oh, sorry. It's releasing for PS4 consoles with backwards compatibility on PS5. So it's not even a PS5 version. Really? Surely that's not right. That can't be right. Anyway. Because I already own it seven times on the PlayStation 4. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, so it's the exact same game, just with some added content. Yeah. It's not even a visual upgrade. Oh, anyway, hi-ya. so if you're there, so you're obviously excited. Oh, yeah. That, that's, yeah. yeah. Considering speaking, the next Elder Scrolls might be an Xbox Speaking exclusive. of pissing your pants a little bit and jumping <laughs> out of your skin. Yeah, as soon as I saw it, I did shit. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough <laughs> so um, that's pretty much all the news there right we, yeah that is I mean I've, you, I assume you haven't been playing very much lately um, not a you lot you played like, the Ascent on Xbox didn't you you turned it on at least um, yes a, yeah very briefly that was on Game Pass there's a game that came out yesterday on Game Pass or the day before called 12 Minutes Okay. Which um, the trailer at E3 really impressed me. It's sort of like a, one of those time loop games. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm very keen to try that. I've got it preloaded onto my Xbox, but haven't had a chance to jump onto it yet. So okay. that mm. one I'll hopefully talk about on the next episode. But I've been playing Mass Effect. Sorry, I finished Mass, the Mass Effect Legendary Edition trilogy. Mm-hmm. Got all of the Platinums and all of the trophies for finishing it all on Insanity. So that's completely finished. Thank yep. you. Really good because I never played any of the DLC the first time around. So I love that. And then I thought, you know what? I'll keep the Bioware theme going. And I jumped into Anthem again. Oh, wow. And finished off the last few trophies I needed for the Platinum in that. And that was actually a pleasure to jump back into. And it mm-hmm. really disappoints me yeah. that they've just scrapped Abandoned that franchise. Yeah. They're just like, nah, we're not doing anything yeah. with that. Because that game had so much potential. Yeah, it did. Just flying mm-hmm. around and shooting shit is yeah. so fun. Yeah. And they put a lot of effort into building the world. Yeah, the they did. The lore and everything yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. Yeah, it's super disappointing that Bioware, because mm-hmm. that's almost a classic Bioware style to build a world oh, yeah. like that. Yeah. And just the failings, the various failings of it, mm. and probably the fact that it was so hyped. Exactly. That yeah. it just missed everyone's expectations, mm-hmm. which is really disappointing. And so yeah. then I've jumped into Mass Effect Andromeda, oh, which yes. I thought after playing the trilogy, maybe this will give me a new perspective on Andromeda because I quite liked it when I first played it but mm-hmm. that was quite some time after finishing Mass Effect 3 yeah whereas now I'm like finished the trilogy and almost immediately jump into Andromeda yeah and um, I really like that as well mm-hmm. I think there's definitely it's definitely lacking yeah it doesn't have as much sort of world building as the trilogy had and it's definitely still buggy as fuck oh really there's wow. a lot of bugs wow uh, not game breaking, yeah. But there's things like some of the animation, like they'll be walking along, and their legs are just twitching, <laughs> things like that. That's cool. Like flicking around, yeah, yeah. which is very strange. And um, okay. yeah, they they got shot on for the facial mm-hmm. animations yeah. when it came out, and there's they improved that in patches. Yeah. But um, 
yeah, that's another one that they've kind of abandoned. Mm. I mean, they've got Mass Effect 4 coming and we don't know exactly what that's going to be. Exactly. But I would love... So the Andromeda is set 600 years after Mass Effect 2. When they have twitchy legs and stuff. Yeah, because <laughs> the idea is that... Um, oh, sorry, during Mass Effect 2, I think, that time period before the Reapers arrive, yep. they all jump in these space 100,000 people jump into these spaceships to fuck off to Andromeda and they're all in stasis for 625 years or something right mm. so they all fuck off they get to Andromeda wake up and realise that in that preceding 600 years shit has gone bad yeah. since they scanned 600 years ago <laughs> it's just like Who oh, Murphy's Law yeah. so they get there and it's a whole fucking thing but in Mass Effect the Asari race and the Krogans can live to be over a thousand years old. Yeah. So I'm wondering if what I reckon would be now, this is completely speculating, like whatever. Mm. Um, I reckon it would be really cool if in that 600 years while they're in stasis, say Mass Effect 3 happens, everything gets fucked up. Mm-hmm. And then in the next couple of hundred years after that, people rebuild everything. And then they develop the technology to fly even faster oh, yeah. over space. Get there quick. And then they go, oh, let's go to Andromeda and see how things are going over there. So you have like Mass Effect 4 be set like a year after Andromeda yeah. and have it open with you as your character from Andromeda being like, oh, wow, we've really, you know, done quite well. And then there's a new enemy. And then all of a sudden a ship arrives and it's like, Liara yeah. from Matt, the Mass Effect trilogy mm-hmm. and say 600 years old you know like, Grunt the fucking yeah. Krogan dude mm-hmm. just old as shit yeah. being like hey we're characters that you remember from the trilogy yeah, that's and right. now we're in the Andromeda world and we've developed this technology to be able to travel super fast between the two galaxies mm. interesting I reckon yeah. that would be a cool way to tie it all together it would and it yeah. would be a good follow-up from Andromeda to just immediately go like, oh, cool, we just defeated the cat, the bad guys in Andromeda, yeah. and we're sweet now, we can start our new life, and then, boom, the Milky Way life has reached them and been like, oh, yeah, we like spent like 300 years developing new technology, <laughs> and now we're here. That's, exactly. Yeah. And we beat you almost. You guys slept for 600 years <laughs> while we were actually fucking developing new tech. <laughs> Anyway, that's just my mm. idea of what would be cool. I'm very keen to see what they come yeah. up with. But anyway, so, so that's... you mentioned I'd played Ascent, and yes, I had. I've played yep. a little bit of that. Um, it was kind of interesting. It's a top-down shooter. Oh, yeah. um, it had frustrating points to it, but it was kind of fun. Um, mm. I only, I don't know if there's any other parts to it, but um, I played just single-player running around on it. Yeah. Um, from the looks of things, I think you can have a couple of different players in it, but I don't know. I, yeah. I didn't look. I didn't even bother. I just jumped yeah. in and played. Turned um, off the internet. So yeah, exactly. With other people. That's right. Um, but I, I played it for a, a little while, not too long. There's a couple of like dungeon areas, I guess, that you'd, you'd call them. Yeah. Um, and then I got to a point where I go back up to the surface and there's this massive like cyberpunk type city. Everything's neon and everything. It's still top down. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I got to there and it just seemed so super confusing, like getting yeah. around this city area that's just got multiple sections to it. Um, people are telling you to go and talk to somebody that you don't know where they are or what they're doing, uh, who the fuck they are. Yeah. Um, and I wandered around for a while just trying to figure out what the fuck I was doing. Yeah. Got the shits, turned it off. Yeah, right. Yeah. So after playing a game that was actually kind of fun... Yeah. And really action packed and lots of shit going on. Um, it just goes to this area where there's no action, lots of dialogue, um, no real fucking reason for it or understanding yeah, right. for it. Um, and it's about pacing choice. Yeah, like trying to then find your next missions through yeah. no reason at all. Like you don't get a choice at the start. You're like, go in there and fucking kill everything. Yeah. So you do. And then you come out of there and you're just like, now go in there and kill everything. And then it's like, now get to the top and kill everything on the way. Yeah. So you get to the That's top. That's the ascent. And then you're at the top and it's like, the ascent's finished. Psych. <laughs> <laughs> so that was weird. The other thing I played a little bit of is the, um, the medium. Oh, yeah. That's coming Which... out on PS5 in a month. Oh, wow. I think. There yeah. you go. Um, yeah, it was Xbox timed exclusive for like six or seven months. It's a good game. Yeah. I, I'm 
kind of been interested by it. Like it's it's very story based and yeah. you know it's a puzzle game, but it's kind of cool where you you know you, your screen splits in two yeah. at some sections and you interact differently in the spirit world than you do in the physical yeah, well, world. Yeah, physical. Um, and there's like clues and and stuff on each side that are there. Yeah. Um, and and it was actually like, really cool. Like yeah, the the coolest thing that I find about it was that some sections you are doing exactly the same thing on the screen on both sides of the screen in yeah. different worlds. Yeah. So the one on the left hand side is walking exactly the same and touching the things on the same you know speed and everything. Yeah. But everything's different around you. So paying attention is really cool. Yeah. Um, and then when you've got to do only stuff in the physical world or only stuff in the spirit world, yeah. it's full screen. So it yeah. changes to that. So you've only got that. And the other one goes into like stasis, I guess. They're just standing still while the spirit does like wandering around. <laughs> <experience. laughs> exactly. Reaching around rooms and people are like, are you okay? <laughs> I'm a medium. Have you seen that show? <laughs> the medium. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so that, yeah, interesting game worth a, worth a try if you nice. like story based puzzlers. Um, Free on Game Pass or and included it, with Game yeah. Pass. Sorry. Has has a bit of a, an edgy section to it where it's kind of potentially a little bit scary. Yeah. Um, and there are some boss fight type things going on too. So yeah, interesting. Sweet. Yeah, worth a go. Um, I think that pretty much wraps up the show. Yeah, I mean so, you get you just downloaded It Takes Two to try and convince. Yeah, I'm going to try and get Tanya to have a game with me. I can't see it happening. Yeah. She'll be like, nah, what the fuck is this? Yeah. I'm not a fucking clay I'm not a fucking child. (laughs) Play games. I don't need to learn how to improve my relationship. (laughs) Exactly. I I don't care for that. I just tell you how it is. (laughs) Exactly. So that's that's going to finish our episode. Yeah. That was, what number? 185? 185. There you go. Who would have thought we'd get this far? <laughs> so we're thanks. all surprised. Yes, yes. Thanks very yeah. much for listening. If you want to send us an email or for some reason a check um, yeah. on email, you can send it to <laughs> podcast at dropbeargaming.com. There you go. Because Matt said the podcast um, address on email, then that's the end of the podcast. Yeah, Fucking we can. Can you edit that you so okay? it's better? Nah. <laughs> I'm a good at the talker stuff. <laughs> We've only been doing this for 10 years, so it's exactly. still quite a little bit rusty. <laughs> We're still finding a groove. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. That's the end of the show. Enjoy yourselves. Bye. See ya. Yeah.